Brick, please. Hey guys, you're listening to Brick, please. The Lego podcast hosted by me, Avenue. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, as I said before, this is Brick, please. Uh, I'm not really the sassy type, so I don't know. That title isn't really fitting personality-wise, but I do love a good pun, so yeah. I guess in that aspect, it is fitting personality-wise, because who doesn't love a good pun? I mean, some people, but not me. So yeah, whether you're an AFOL, TFOL, KFOL, adult, teen, or kid fan of Lego, or you saw the pun and wondered what this is about, thanks for listening. It's kind of ironic that I'm starting a podcast because I was never really a podcast person. I only started listening to podcasts like maybe a year or two ago. I didn't really like the idea of just like listening to somebody talk for 30 minutes to an hour. It kind of seemed boring, but if you find the right podcasts, it's really good. Anyways, I thought we'd start off by looking at some Lego news that's happening recently. I saw in this article from 9to5toys that Lego started is slated to release a Marvel Advent calendar set um, ahead of the holiday season. Now, if you grew up liking Legos like me, then you might be familiar of the Advent calendar sets. Um, Mostly I see the ones from Lego City or Lego Friends. And last year at the Lego store, if I remember correctly, I saw one from Harry Potter. So yeah, it's kind of exciting to see a Marvel advent calendar set. I usually don't get them, but who knows, maybe this December I'll get one. I am a huge MCU fan. Watched almost all of the movies except for The Incredible Hulk. But like, no offense, who has seen The Incredible Hulk? Anyways, I'm very excited for this set. It's coming early, so that's cool. The thing about it, though, is that I usually don't like getting superhero sets. I do have a few Captain Marvel sets. We have, like, a Captain America from Endgame um, mini set type thing. But... In general, I usually stray away from superhero stuff. Mostly because I really don't keep sets built for a long time, if that makes sense. Usually I'll keep it for a few months. If I like it, I'll keep it even longer. But usually I end up using the pieces for other builds. And of course, every set has something to offer for mocks. But I really don't know what to do with the minifigure pieces. Like... Iron Man's helmets. Um, Mostly it's the hands and faces because, um, again, superhero sets are meant to resemble the superheroes from the comics or the movies. So they have the skin color of the character. And it's not very um, useful when I brick film. Now, if I want to make Tony Stark mad or sad, I have to get another set or another minifigure with Tony Stark having that emotion. And I can't use my yellow heads 
for his face because it won't make any sense. Same with Nick Fury or Captain Marvel or anybody else, really. If I wanted to film with them, their expressions will be limited because I don't have that many minifigures with that skin tone, with those facial expressions. So I usually tend not to use them. That's kind of the same thing for mini dolls, but that's another conversation for another day. I could go on a whole rant about mini dolls. As I mentioned before, the Advent sets also come in Harry Potter. And that makes sense because Lego Harry Potter is a huge thing. Like, it's one of the biggest themes, I believe. How I feel about the Harry Potter sets, um, some of them do look really nice. Um, I see some pieces that I might like to use. The wands look pretty cool. I've seen cool roof designs using the wands, but I am not a big Harry Potter fan, probably because I haven't read the books or watched the movies. Uh-oh, looks like I'm a fake bookworm. Whoops. I don't know. Maybe I should watch the movies. I don't know. As I mentioned before, I brick film or I enjoy brick filming. This is basically just a term to describe stop motion, but with Legos. Uh, this kind of plays into my whole mini doll rant. I'm not going to go on it now. I don't like using them because it's hard to use them in stop motion. The whole thing about superhero sets, again, it's hard to use them in stop motion. Though I do have some pretty cool ideas for stop motion films with superheroes. I think it would be cool to do like a flying one or a fight scene. Um, I have done some fight scenes with Lego Ninjago sets. You can check those out on my YouTube channel. But yeah, I really do love brick filming. And I guess brick filming is what helped me keep interested in Legos over the years. I post stuff on YouTube. I've recently um, started my hand at Reels on Instagram and been posting a lot of brick films on there. Not anything too long, of course, because you can only post up to 30 seconds, but I have been posting some funny little skits. I think the main reason I got into this would be Michael Hitchcock's films. I don't know if this is a playoff of Hitchcock, the famous director, or if it's the YouTuber's actual last name, but he does make some really cool films, usually geared more towards younger audiences like children, but I used to watch him all the time when I was younger. When I was younger, I didn't really watch a lot of YouTube YouTube. So when people talk about like, oh, Jenna Marbles, I really can't relate because I wasn't on YouTube like that. But when I was on YouTube, I was either watching Brick Films or One Direction music videos. And even today, I still watch Lego YouTubers. A notable one that a lot of you have also probably watch would be Jang Bricks. Of course I watch that super popular Lego shopping mall one and I thought it was so cool watching it you see how huge that building is. It's not exactly to scale but again a lot of mocks and Lego creations aren't to scale because then it would be way too big to fit anywhere. Recently, I did do a mock that was kind of to scale. It was a single-story ranch-style house. 
you could check that out on my Instagram at avenue underscore 83 underscore. But long story short, it now seems huge in comparison. It's on a 32 by 32 base plate. And a lot of my other larger mocks, like my grocery store and school, are also on 32 by 32s. But the thing is, the grocery store and the school are not to scale at all. They're more of the typical Lego scale, where, yeah, technically it does have a bathroom, but it wouldn't be a functional school if you built it to scale in real life. This is the same thing with lots of Lego sets and modulars. You look at them and they're like, yeah, it looks cool as a display thing. But if you were to actually build a building like that in real life and live in it, it would not be that comfortable. It would be cramped. And also, you're missing like a kitchen, maybe a bedroom. I recently got the Lego bookshop and there's no bathroom in either of the buildings. So where do people go? The blue townhouse only has a living area and a bedroom. Where are they storing the food? Do they just get takeout every night? And the bedrooms are not that comfy. The bed takes up half of the room, leaving only room for, like, a dresser? Prime real estate, I'm sure. Anyways, I know this episode is kind of short because I'm still new to this. Um, Once I get the hang of things, like looking for topics and ideas, they'll eventually get longer and longer. I'm planning on talking about just like news in the Lego community, being a TFOL in the Lego community, brick filming, and just Lego stuff in general. Maybe I'll even talk about the process of new mocks that I'm building because I usually don't talk about those. Well, I kind of do on my YouTube channel, but not in great detail. But yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for Brick, please.